Well, y'all may have heard this story before. Uh, if you have, tough, you're going to hear it again. In the Roman Empire, um, Emperor Claudius II, going way back in history, didn't want his soldiers to get married because he believed that single soldiers were better in battle because they had nothing to lose and they wouldn't get distracted by their wives back home. What's interesting is that John Wesley said the same thing about Methodist preachers. He preferred that they were all single so they wouldn't get distracted uh, by families for the work of ministry. Thankfully, some of us didn't listen to Brother John. Well, it's said that, that around the year 270, a Christian priest named Valentine began to secretly marry soldiers that were in love with women that they were forbidden to marry. He was finally captured and he was martyred. He was killed because he was marrying them and because he was marrying them in Jesus' name. 200 years later, the the Pope made February 14th a day that focuses on love between men and women. And today, Valentine's Day, as we know it, has become a billion-dollar chocolate day. That's what it's become. And let's be honest. Y'all know how I like to be honest and real. Um, Valentine's Day is not real fair to us guys. Brothers, do I hear an amen on that? It's not very fair. Yeah, okay. Think about this. We don't give our sweetheart enough stuff in our responses like, oh, thanks for the card. And then we say, okay, and the next year we give her more stuff on Valentine's Day than we ever have. And her response is, all right, what have you done? We can't win, no matter what we do. Now, although this is Valentine's Day, I want us to to think about another aspect of love. I want us to think about where it comes from. Now, I'm not talking about those stomach butterflies that we get. I'm not talking about those lightning bolts that, that hit us when we fall in love. Those are physical responses to our emotions. I'm talking about something greater, something deeper. See, love for each other, whether it's romantic love or even love between friends or family members. Love has its origins in God. First John chapter 4, we see these words from John. He was, he was probably the last surviving original disciple of Jesus. And he writes that all love begins with God because God is love. Love comes from God. It doesn't come from us. While the culture around us constantly bombards us with messages that romantic love is the ultimate expression of human love, the Bible says something different. And if the Bible is is God's revealed message to us, then we need to pay attention to what it says. Now, of course, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with falling in love with somebody. Men and women have been falling in love with each other for thousands of years. God created us that way. But why just settle for that when there's a different kind of love that is waiting for us? You know, even that word love has kind of lost its meaning today, hasn't it? We can love all kinds of things. 
We can love a movie. We can love the beach. We can love our friends. We can love our children. We can love our spouse. We can love God. But see, love is more than an emotional feeling. It's more than just an attraction to something. The kind of love that John is referring to in our scripture this morning is a wholehearted commitment to someone else in which we don't even think about what we get out of the relationship. That's love. It's like what Jesus described in John 15, 1, when he said that there's no greater love than laying down your life for a friend. That's what love is. And we know that Jesus didn't just say those words, he lived it out, didn't he? By laying down his life for us at the cross. John writes that since God loved us so much, Since God sent his son to die for our sins, the natural response should be to share that kind of love, that selfless love, with other people. When I was was growing up in New Orleans, I I was often the one who was bullied by kids. I think I've shared some of that before. I was the classic nerd. Y'all, I had the glasses with the tape, and I was constantly pushing them up like this. That was me growing up. I was the opposite of athletic. I had a stuttering problem. I was always picked on by people. And to this day, I'm still convinced that my parents paid my friends to play with me. Well, in my, in my junior year of high school, I remember the, the morning that someone pulled a prank on me that made me the laughing stock of the entire school. Everybody in the school knew that this prank was pulled on me. It was really, really embarrassing. If you're interested, if you want to know what it is, I'll tell you, but not on this occasion here. So as I was driving my beat-up little Toyota pickup home from school, I was completely humiliated. I was angry, and I was out for vengeance. I may have been a nerd, but I was a strategic nerd. I was planning an elaborate revenge. And I remember just talking, just asking God, why do things like this always have to happen to me? And in the midst of my anger, in the midst of my scheming against this person, and I had a great way to to retaliate, by the way, God put a thought in my mind. In the midst of my anger, God got through all of that and got right to my mind. He said, Mike, if I love Todd enough to die for him, shouldn't you love him too? You know, there there are times in your life that you wish God would not speak to you. (laughs) That was one of those moments for me. (laughs) Okay, Lord, could you tell me that after I get this great revenge? Well, God did speak to me, and I didn't retaliate against Todd. I wanted to. Now, I never tried to make friends with him. But on the day that he forgot a pen for a test, I gave him mine. And then I borrowed one from our teacher. 
John writes in 1 John 4.12, if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is fulfilled in us. If you're going down to verse 19, John writes that the only reason we can love each other, the only reason that we have the capacity to love somebody else is because God loved us first. What that means is that for any relationship to be successful, it has to be based on God's love. It doesn't matter if that relationship is between friends or people dating or a married couple. Any kind of relationship that is not based in God's love is in trouble before it begins. That's why Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 6.14 that as Christians we shouldn't be bound together in a relationship with anyone who is not living faithfully for Jesus. See, we're not able to hold any kind of relationship together. And when you think about it, we don't even have the ability to love somebody else. Relationships that are built outside of the Christian faith are always going to be limited because their love for each other is based on human love and not God's love. And it's the Holy Spirit who gives us the ability to love each other because the Holy Spirit in us is the love of God in us. 1 John 4, 8 says that if we don't love other people, we don't know God because God is love. This is contrary to the pop culture that we live in. The society around us tells us not that God is love, but that love is God. That's the message that we hear every day. Those are the images that we see on TV and on the internet every day. Not that God is love, but that love is God. And we can't buy into that, because that's the opposite of what Scripture tells us. The Beatles sang that all we need is love. As much as I appreciate their music, they're wrong on this one. All we need is God. See, love is more than we think it is. Why settle for less when God wants us to have so much more? God wants us to understand what love means by how much he loves us. I mean, I am fully convinced that if we truly understood just how deeply God loves us, our approach to life and our approach to others would look differently than it does now. See, I don't think we understand how much God loves us. You know that there's nothing you can do that's going to make God stop loving you? You're stuck with it. He loves you. And he always will. But when we think about God loving us, what that means is that we have to make ourselves open to receiving God's love for us. Sometimes just opening up the door of our heart is the toughest part. Because we're not good at trusting, are we? 
We don't trust. We've been hurt too many times. I know growing up, I would trust a friend and they'd turn around and pull a prank on me. So we close our hearts. We shut down. We don't let anybody in because we don't trust. We think that what is fake is real and what real is fake. Think about Facebook, for example. When was the last time you put a picture on Facebook of your family in an argument? I'm still looking for one of those. We put on Facebook and other social media what we want people to see. Because we don't trust them. We don't trust that people would like us if they saw who we really are. God loves us. And we can't even understand ourselves without understanding just how deeply God loves us. God loves the real us, if that's grammatically correct. He loves who we really are. Not just what we want the world to see. We can trust God. He has a really good track record throughout history. We can trust him. Even when those around us have hurt us. Take a look at this video. Love. 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 Love in this world is pretty messed up. It asks for a lot and it never returns the favor. Love in my world? Well, it brings more trouble than it's worth. In my world, love has felt like sabotage. It flees into the night. It, it, it leaves at the first sign of trouble. And it never feels like, I love you, no matter what. Because love in my world, it leaves. And when it leaves, there's only disaster left. Oh, promises a lot. But it doesn't deliver much. It breaks hearts. I've picked up the pieces of my broken heart. One too many times. So I build walls. Love isn't worth the tears. The pain, the loneliness. The surrender. It's exhausting. Even when you try to do love right, love fails. I have made a mess out of love. What good is it? You can't help me. Why love at all? Why do I even try to love? Why sacrifice to carry the burden? Why? 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 Because there is a perfect love. Perfect love that can end the disaster. A perfect love that can heal the brokenhearted. There is a love that saved those who are dwelling in this messed up world. God tells us about it because we wouldn't recognize it if it showed up on our own doorstep. It's a love that takes its time. It's profound. 
It doesn't brag or badmouth. God's love is like a shield that we know will never leave us. That you can trust. Hoping. And you never, ever exhaust it. That's his kind of love. And it never fails. And while we were keeping records of wrongs and self-seeking and being unkind, he still died for us. How can I love like that? How can I love like that? How can I love like that? Because I am loved like that. I can love well, not because of me, but because he first loved me. I don't know how many of you have not allowed yourself to be loved by God. We go through times in our lives like that. For one, we don't think that God could ever love us. Why would God ever want to love me? Don't believe those lies. When we completely understand just how much God loves us, it gives us the ability to love other people. It gives us the ability to love ourselves. I don't know when it might be, maybe this morning before you leave, maybe this afternoon, maybe tonight as you're lying in bed Open up your heart and allow God to love you. Because until you do, you're not living the life that he created you to live. Let's pray.